Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade, helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Hi, Nicole. Hi, listeners. Hello, Warwick. Oh, it's a race to get in as the morning thing says, this session's being recorded. It's like, no kidding. I pressed the button. Thanks for yes. the reminder. I do appreciate it when we go into somebody else's session of something and um, I get the warning to know that I'm being recorded. Otherwise, I don't know, I might snort or pick my nose or scratch my shoulder blade. Say a rude word. A rude word or two. Speaking Listeners, I know you're waiting for the joke, but we're doing something very different today. The, jo- <laughs> the joke's on us today. We're going to share a couple of stories. We were sharing these with each other prior to pressing record this morning. It actually works quite well as a segue into what we're talking about or wanting to talk about today. And that's uh, bad habits. Warwick, I'll let you set the scene because it was you that started with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my wife and I had a baby. Well, I didn't have a baby. My wife had a baby recently. I love how parents say, you know, we had a baby. It's like, dude, you didn't do shit. Your wife did the thing. She did all the work. (laughs) My wife had a baby recently and apparently I'm a part owner. Uh, And so he is now eight weeks old as we record this. And I'm going to be a victim here, Nick, and and get below the line and say, due to a lack of sleep, so I'm making a lot of excuses, Mm -hmm. lack of sleep, a little bit of stress around the place. I've actually been sick as well lately. Um, had a few things going on in life as well. Uh, the birth and everything didn't really go to plan. It was pretty dramatic. <laughs> I have probably got a bit. No, actually, I have definitely got pretty sloppy with my potty mouth. And I've been doing it around my son. Now, in my head, it's like, come on, he's an eight-week-old baby. He's not going to pick up my garbage language swearing at the coffee machine because it wouldn't work or swearing at the dog because it barked and woke the kid up. And my wife did uh, suggest firmly that perhaps I might like to curb my use of the F word, especially around my boy. (laughs) And I was reminded uh, about my 12-year-old from a previous spin around the whole marriage thing uh, that I used to swear at one of our dogs that would bark outside the window when she was a baby, thinking that she wouldn't hear me until I think she was about three or four years old. She was standing on the veranda next to me and I was rousing on the dog. I didn't swear at the dog. I was just growling at the dog and saying, get out of it. You know, stop that. Come back up here. And I hear next to me, this beautiful little blonde, like Shirley Temple curls on her head. She was cute as a button. My daughter, when she was three, she just looks out over the veranda railing at our dog. And I hear fucking dog. And my heart skipped a beat. (laughs) I thought, oh God, what have I done? So uh, I stopped swearing in front of my kid after that. (laughs) I started it again. It's become a really bad habit, Nick. Uh, So we shared a few stories about our children and their various times of learning how to swear. And I think one of the funniest things is the context. (laughs) It's always now the context. I shared. I shared a few stories, but I'll share one, my favorite one of my eldest um, daughter. 
She's now 27. She'll be horrified to know that I'm sharing this story. <laughs> and we were traveling from our house, I think, to my then in-law's house. And there was a snake on the road. We were living rurally. So snakes were not um, uncommon. But th- this one was a particularly large one. I said, oh, shit, look at the size of that snake or something similar. And so my little parrot in the back in her car seat, about similar age, she would have been maybe four. Mm yells out, oh, shit, it's a snake. Oh, shit, it's a snake. To which I said, Raquel, you can't say that word. That's a swear word. No, mummy. Fuck's a swear word. Shit isn't a swear word. (laughs) Yes, well, you're kind of right, but shit in your case at three or four is also a swear word. They're all off the table. (laughs) Only grown-ups can use them. But they, you know, we expect them to understand that that's not appropriate for them, but somehow it's appropriate for us. Absolutely. And uh, I think we, well, I know I have been probably a bit sloppy with that over the years of just assuming too much about my kids and what I think they should know and then Mm. actually have the realizations that, oh yeah, no, I'm supposed to be setting a better example than that. I think mindlessly we get into these bad habits and we don't necessarily take the time to mindfully think about the impact that might have on our lives as a whole. Mm. And in this case, it's having a direct impact on us through our children. Mm. And it's leading off. Obviously I'm segueing here and leading to what we're actually talking about today. And that's bad habits and how quickly they sneak into our everyday lives and create a consistent result that we're not aware of. We are creating. And in this case today, we're talking about working on your business how it's really quick that we allow ourselves to become too busy to work on the business. And suddenly before we know it, we're just having this consistent result of tire kickers or team that keep letting us down or um, the feast or famine of work as it comes through or a lack of cash flow or people aren't paying bills um, consistently. So we just have this uh, up and down, I guess, in our journey in business because we've allowed ourselves to get tricked into thinking being busy is the key to making a successful business and it's actually not. And some of those bad habits like kids using naughty words can be really hard to break once they're in place. Absolutely. Like they just, kids of that sort of four-year-old thing, I don't know what it is. They just love the fact that they get a rise out of us. And so they'll just go around saying fucking dog <laughs> whenever they're near you. <laughs> Uh, and so breaking those habits can be really hard. Um, uh, I like what you said, Nick, about the mindfulness or mindfully, uh, idea and the flip side of that, of course, is being unconscious. And a lot of us are just very unconscious about our behaviors around our business. The, the too busy to work on the business. I want to add a line in there around too busy to change how I'm doing things. Mm. And, mm. and I, I had somebody say this to me recently, literally, and I, and I, I didn't chip him on it. He's a tradie. Um, he's done some work for me. He's a really good bloke, uh, family man. You know, he's, he, he's a nice guy. And I heard him say this on the phone to me and I wanted to say, dude, did you hear what you just said to me? Like, just play that back in your mind. And he's, and he literally said to me, he knows what we do here. He knows about tradies in business. He's like, he's been telling me for about six months that he should talk to us. <laughs> uh, and he said, 
I know I need to talk to you was I'm just too busy to do anything about it. And it's like, okay, dude, your work, this is on a Sunday. He's mm-hmm. talking to me on the phone at five o'clock in the afternoon, racing to another job. Oh, God. And he listens to the podcast. So g'day, mate. Cause I know you've <laughs> now figured out <laughs> that I'm talking Hi, about you. you. I haven't used his name, but I'm pretty sure he's going to know I'm talking about him. And, and it's like, you've got to actually break that habit mm. of being too busy to make the change, to work on the business, to change the outcomes. Something's got to give, mm. uh, you know, I have to stop swearing in front of my kid. Otherwise it's going to continue. And so if I just mindlessly keep doing it, I'm going to mindlessly get the same results that I've been getting. It's the same with anything in life. It's a choose your hard. Yeah. Which hard's harder? Is it hard to be consistently getting the wrong results or the, let's not call them wrong. Let's not label them one way or the other. The results you don't want in business. Mm. Is that, Mm. is that the hard you want to continue to have forever? because it's too hard for you to make the time to work on the business? Or do you want to push into the heart of making time to work on the business so you get more consistent results that you are looking for? I I think, Nick, there's also, and we see this in some of our Tradiepreneur members, um, there's a price of admission Mm -hmm. for getting the different results. And look, there's all sorts of things that could be behind people's resistance to this. I think a lot of fear around paying the price of change, mm. you know, like, like my tradie mate who's working on a Sunday cause he keeps saying yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the price of admission there is to actually give up a couple of jobs mm. and perhaps even experience a dip in revenue and profit for a month, three months, whatever that might be. And I think a lot of people are too afraid of what that might mean because they don't do the work of, okay, well, what does that actually look like? And that might only take half an hour to sit down, which is still time. Yeah. But it's it's half an hour to sit down and go, okay, if I said no to weekend work for the next three months and then reinvest that time into whether that's recruitment or back costing or whatever it is you're supposed to be doing in your trade business listeners, what would that look like at the end of the three months? but we don't even take the time out to do that because we're just in the bad habit of saying I'm too busy Mm. or the bad habit of saying yes. Another thing I see quite consistently with our tradiepreneurs is we go through this period of growth when we start to make these changes and we come back to self-sabotaging. So even the most disciplined people at, at this time of year, so Christmas, it's very busy or we feel the external pressure of it being very busy. Mm. Mm. We tend to start to self-sabotage and before you know it, the results are shifting and they're changing and we get to February, March and everything's gone to crap. Um, So it requires a really disciplined and we also need reminders because even the most disciplined will fall into the trap of being too busy. You can't see my air quotes, but I'm doing it every time I say I'm too busy. What I also see though is people are not comfortable with their version of success. Mm. And so just at the precipice of their version of success, they tend to self-sabotage and become uh, less mindful about the choices that they are making because it's quite scary to fall into that bucket of success that we've created for ourselves. This is a big concept. Maybe it's too much to unpack on the podcast today, but I'd love you to check in with yourself as you're listening to this today, listeners. Is that something that you think perhaps you are not consciously doing 
and it happens frequently for you just as you get to that point of success. Somehow you make a decision or you stop doing the discipline thing that you have been doing or you you have this essential core belief that you don't deserve your version of success. And that should, in theory, look different for everybody. And some of us fall into the trap also of creating a success that everyone else tells us or we feel like everyone else is telling us we're meant to achieve. But in actual fact, where we are the controller of our own destiny. We get to choose what our success looks like. And then we very mindfully need to push through those times when we're going to self-sabotage because we all do it. I do it myself. Um, I might even out Warwick and say, I've seen Warwick do it for himself as well. I think it's part of human nature. <laughs> it's part of human nature for us to subconsciously get in our own way and prevent what it is that we truly want. And so that's what I see pretty consistently at Christmas time or on the other side of Christmas, January, February, March tend to be potentially challenging times for lots of trade business owners because they haven't done what they needed to do that we spoke about in a previous episode. Um, the marketing, for example, as we lead into Christmas or the work on the business, mm. changing some of the systems of structure, structure. And we get to February, March, and there's no, the cash flow has gone to shit. We've got a problem. We've fallen into the hole because we couldn't see the hole coming because we haven't done the forecast. Like it's all of that stuff because we allowed ourselves to get too busy. Mm. And there is so much, uh, well, there's so much in this, as you said, Nick, to, to unpack it all. A way to recognize this, listeners, that whole self-sabotage thing is if you've found yourself getting to a certain level and then even describing it as a ceiling or a threshold or, you know, we just never seem to get past this point mm. and you, you you find yourself almost stuck on a roundabout. It's like, I keep going past this same bloody point in business or in life, despite trying really hard to change things you haven't actually changed things because you're following a bunch of habits mm. and those habits lead you to the same outcomes. So unless you create new habits and that's a whole nother episode on its own. And we've talked about habits previously. I'm pretty sure on the podcast, although I haven't mm-hmm. scrolled through our previous 600 plus episodes <laughs> to figure it out. Uh, and there's, there's plenty of great books written about habit forming and, and busting bad habits. <clears throat> it's, it's about being, conscious of what you're doing and not just mindlessly hoping for change, but still doing the same behaviors you know, mm. still working on Sundays and booking work for Sundays, mate, is not going to change things for you. <laughs> um, I have to be reasonably nice to him because I'd like him to come and do some more work for me at some stage, <laughs> <laughs> but he might now be perpetually booked out for 12 months in advance, Warwick. Uh, Maybe this is the time that your very good friend learns how to say no. I'm sorry. I don't have capacity <laughs> for that. No, I can't do your work, Warwick, because you spoke poorly about me on a podcast episode. <laughs> um, but it's it's such a habit also to be a victim and to blame the external. That's mm. a habit in itself. And I talked about being victim earlier about, you know, having a new baby and all the all the reasons and excuses and justification I could give for being lazy with my language. Uh, I've dropped my levels of discipline in that regard. And so that's going to get me a particular outcome if I don't become conscious of that and make a different choice. And that takes effort. Mm. It takes effort for me at three o'clock in the morning, not to use the F word when, I don't know, I get poo on my hands, changing a nappy. Uh, and, you know, the kids 
crying and I've had no sleep and I'm sick as well. Like it's just, it takes effort, but that's what you talk about, Nick, is choose your heart. Mm. You know, I can be lazy in that moment or I can, I can, you know, flex a bit of mental muscle and achieve a better outcome in the long term. Man, that was a convoluted metaphor. It was a big one and, and you mentioned poo. poo. I know. How exciting. I seem I feel like this is in my everyday conversation now and I'm not the one who's had a child. Mine are all grown. <laughs> um, I feel like it's time um to enter some sound effects. I would love to get some horse clippy cloppy sound effects, you know. Okay. You're gonna ride in on your white horse, Nicole. I'm riding in on my white your horse. Flowing robe and your big staff. Yes, and you're there in your knight's armor, and you're likewise going to help our clients. I can't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Picturing me in oversized, like metal armor with a big axe that I can't even lift off the floor. Squeak, 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 squeak. Russell, That's Russell. my knees. That's my 50 year old <laughs> knees squeaking. If our team are listening, please put some sound effects in here. And get rid of all of this waffle that we're carrying on about. All right, we, uh, we've done a thing, we've made a decision. Uh, quite some time ago at the beginning of this year, it was quite early this year, mm. Warwick and I spent some time in a studio. That sounds so Ooh. cool when we say it, doesn't it? The photos look really lot of great. Us in front of a green screen. and It was a lot of fun and a lot of hard work. But what we have done is put together a, a short course. Oh, I can hear you all groaning from here. Oh, gosh, more study. I left school for a reason, Nicole. Look, this is a really short educational, it's a business educational course to help you get the fundamentals right. And what we've decided to do at this time of year, I think there's six modules. I was looking at it a bit earlier today at the landing page that has been completed by our incredible team. There are only six modules and everything in the uh, modules is short, sharp and shiny. The same way we are on the podcast, you're going to see us on your screen. It's going to make it really easy for you to put these fundamentals in place and we're going to take it a step further. Now, this course would ordinarily be valued at 1500 bucks. I feel like Gosh. this is one of those real Black Friday specials and you're not even listening to this. Oh. It's after Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. We we agonized about, do we do the Black Friday thing? Everyone else is doing Black Friday. It's like, I don't even know what Black Friday, what the heck is Black Friday even all about? I don't think it's the best thing in the world. But anyway, let's move straight past that so we don't get involved in a big conversation. What we're doing instead is we're going to give you a Christmas gift. <laughs> and this course that is ordinarily valued at $1,500, we are gifting to you for the cost of the transaction fees, for what it costs which, us to deliver it enormous into these days. So it was this like $1,200 now? Nah, it's a costly <laughs> sum of $13. That's it. 13 bucks means it doesn't cost us money for you to have it, but basically you're getting the course for nothing, gang. Uh, it is it is the um, boiled down version of 15 years of experience from Nick and I working with trade businesses um, and certainly within Nick and the builder's own trade business of giving you some action points. So it's not just a bunch of learning and you go, okay, that was good. I learned a bunch of stuff. Uh, what we actually do throughout each of the modules is give you specific steps you can take. So I spoke earlier, probably giving you all a bit of a poke between the eyes in this episode around uh, like my mate, the tradie working on Sundays, it's changing something. So uh, for the time that you put in the videos, are you know, three, four, five minutes long, that's about it. Uh, they're, they're nice and short so you can watch them. And if you watch them on one and a half times speed, like I do with everything these days, uh, they're even shorter. And we give you 
uh, written bullet points, and then there's things you can download to implement in your business. So you can actually start making change rather than just spend time learning stuff and going, well, that was cool. I learned all this stuff. And then you don't do anything with it again. You just go back into that same bad habit. So for 13 bucks, you can get access to six modules. It covers everything from sales, marketing, financial management, HR, uh, crikey, what else? Systems and, and processes in your business, um, even mindset and planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it covers off all of the fundamental mm-hmm. uh, areas within a trade business, any business for that matter, for 13 bucks. And if you don't do anything with it, what have you lost? Uh, a fancy craft beer skewy at the pub. That's about it. I love the way you try to use hip words on the podcast. Why you leave me scratching my head every single time? Trying it would have worked if you are. hadn't outed me, Nicole. No. And if I, you lived I, in I, Tasmania, you'd know that skewy is just what everyone calls it. Don't they call it a pint? No. That that means you're a northerner. Right. Well, yeah. we don't call them pints here in Queensland. They're, they're um, whatever they are. I don't even know what they are in Queensland. Do you have big beers in Queensland? I have big beers. It's Queensland, it's hot. We need big beers. <laughs> All righty, gang. Uh, if you head on over to tradiesandbusiness.com.au forward slash course, you will find the landing page. There is a coupon code. You must enter the coupon code to get the course for $13. It is on the page. I'll tell you what it is anyway. It's course 13. Uh, you can get the course there. You will have lifetime access to the course for the whole time we have it on the website, which will be for a fair period of time. As a bonus, you also get to attend one of our 90-day planning sessions. So for you listening, that will be in January, at the end of January. If you're local to where we will be hosting the planning session in Melbourne, then you get to come along. Um, Otherwise, we run hybrid events for our planning sessions. You can do it online, join some of our clients and do it online. Um, But jump on over. The $13 price tag ends at the close of business on the 15th of December. Short, sharp and shiny. 13 bucks, you get lifetime access. We know many of you won't put a lot of time into this during Christmas because you are too busy. And that's why we're throwing the offer at you now to try and disrupt some of your thinking so that you have the opportunity just to work on even one or two of the things that we suggest Mm. during the course. That means that you have done something different. You're being mindful. You are working on change in your business so that this time next year, you have a totally different outcome. And for 13 bucks, you get to watch Nick and I in front of a green screen for the total of about, I don't know, 45 minutes. I mean, that's worth 13 bucks on its own. I don't know. (laughs) Get on it, gang. If you're listening to this as it goes live, you've got 10 days, 15th of December, 2023. Uh, We're putting the price up. Haven't decided what we're going to put it up to yet, but um, 13 bucks, we're not going to repeat that one. So uh, definitely go and jump on that, tradiesandbusiness.com.au forward slash course. And make sure you stop booking work on Sundays, mate. Mm -hmm. Because I need you to come and do my work. (laughs) On a Sunday? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.